Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Oversharers podcast. My name is Hava. I'm Kasun. And today, we have a brand new scenario, so let's get started. Whoop, 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 whoop. Right, so before we start the scenario, guys, really? last week I forgot We've to do... We've got a thing on the stories, don't we? Yeah, I forgot to do question of the week last week. Did you do question of the week on the stories and forget to read it out? I did question of the week afterwards, but I've got two things to read. I can either read the question of the week that I forgot to read, or mm. we can just carry on with the Monday Madness, which is a brand new segment that we're starting, which I think we should start with Monday Madness. Um, it is Monday, so. It is Monday. So, the question was, what are your pet peeves? So let's begin, Colton, are you ready? Dum, dum, dum. The first person goes, interrupters, when talking, oh my God. That's, says, me, that's me, I do that all, a lot. And you basically interrupt. I always interrupt. Especially when you have something important to say. Yeah, said. like when it's like piping hot, I cannot keep my mouth closed. <sighs> like if someone else is it. talking, I'll say it. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Another person goes, people spitting, absolutely rancid. Babe, yeah. get you a tissue and dispose accordingly. Um, mm, I mean, I'll spit in mm, the sink in my house. People spitting outside, no, though. No. That's a bit, mm, that's a a bit, bit grimy, I'm not going to lie. But then how do you know? You know, I used to know someone, not going to say who <laughs> they are, right? When they were pregnant, they had this spitting problem. So how do they <laughs> not know? if that was me. No, 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 it was you. But how do they know it's not like a, you know, pregnancy thing or like a hormone? Oh, thing? yeah, when you feel very, like, nauseous and you just spit. You just need to spit. But you've got to have a tissue. You can't be just spitting on the floor like, that's right. nasty. If, if you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> To spit. Imagine a large piece of flesh. Imagine you're like... <laughs> you know what some parents do, like, when they wipe the bogeys of a nose and they just flick it? Like, that no, makes no, me No, no, no one does that hard. People do that. No, they don't. One what, lie it, In your do. presence. No, I've seen people do that. It's just natural. Like, I, see just the, I see them do it to children. Yeah, like to kids. I'm not saying their own bogeys. Oh, I don't mind kids, but I thought they did it to themselves. That's flipping Some people probably do. Probably no, do. you know what I don't like what, about what parents do, yeah? or just the older generation? It's the... <laughs> <laughs> I do that. Don't do that because it's going to trigger me. That's me in the mornings. <laughs> and like, you know, no, it's like, you know, but your like, dads, yeah. Like in the bathroom in the morning when, they're, really, doing, when they're doing waste off. Yeah. And then like they've got to clean up. <laughs> they've got to, but why are they so loud? <laughs> they've got to clean out all their sinuses. One time my uncle stayed over my house. I'm not going to hot out who it is yet. <laughs> all you can hear was... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like but I don't understand. It's a battle. It's a battle. What are they fighting? They're inside. He's trying <laughs> to clean up the hay fever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, next one, next one. Passing by someone in an empty street. Oh my god, can you not stare at me? Just close your eyes. And look <laughs> I enjoy a bit of eye contact, but also it's a bit awkward. Like, do you smile? Do you smile? What do you do? Like, there isn't really much you can do. You just walk like, I usually just smile because it would be. I'm just not really. I'm not good at doing the resting bitch face. Oh, I can't do a resting bitch face because yeah. my face looks very, like, droopy. Yeah, like, so I'll just be like... Can you do a resting bitch I face? You've got to look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. But if someone looks at me, like, my automatic instinct is to, like, laugh. Smile, yeah. But then I I've got to it. contain the laugh by smiling. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I get you. I get you. Right, next one for me is... Someone touching my toes, underfoot, or my nose. Very random. That's to make you laugh. Peeve. So I've got this thing about my toes. <laughs> Do you know how I always just play with my fingers and my toes? I've never seen you play with your toes, but I've seen you play with your fingers. You've never seen me whip off my sock and play with my toes? No. Really? Do you do that oh, like casually? That. I probably do that in private. So anyway, <laughs> when we were little, I used to say to Colsar, like lift your toes up and then I'll put mine on hers and then we'll do oh, this. Oh, that one make me crazy. And then we'll like wiggle our toes and but it it sends this like amazing tickling sensation. <laughs> 
and then you'll just see both of us like pull back and then we'll go in again and it's just it and wiggle. Make you feel awkward. <laughs> it's like when you do bicycle legs, but with your feet. Yeah, with our feet. So we're yeah. just we're just wiggling. You guys are very strange. Yeah. That would make I play with my feet when I go to bed. Like I play I with my play feet with my all toes. the time. If I've got uh, a really safe space to take my socks off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just play with my toes. You know what I mean? You're a toe girl. What can we do, I darling? Am, I am. Um Someone liking other girls' photos on Instagram. I'm assuming they mean their guy. Yeah, they're yeah, that's, that's, that's ick not nice. That's not nice. Yeah. Men with long nails. A lot of people said men with long nails. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems dirty to it's me. Just icky. Especially if they've got that Snoop Dogg finger. You know, yeah. like Snoop Dogg has that like long the little, pinky. The cocaine finger. Literally. I'm just thinking you do some Yeah, you do on those happy, dangerous activities. Those happy drugs. Someone said quoting Andrew Tate. <laughs> Who quotes Andrew Tate? No, we, women don't do that. Women don't do that. It's but mainly men. It's mainly do. men. It's People chewing with their mouth opening and slurping their food. So I do that in safe spaces. I just feel like sometimes let me be and enjoy my food. Yeah, like when I'm outside. Not every day compose I'm, yourself. Yeah, when I'm outside, obviously I'm more composed. But if I'm in my, my comfort own space. space, I'm a pig. I'm a slob. <laughs> Someone said reaching into my food. Colton does that. I do that all the time. Oh my god, oh, all of these pet thing. peeves are me. Literally. I literally embody all of these Colton pet peeves. Colton is the person to say, I'm not hungry. No, and when you I get your food, she'll be like, How's I have to explain. Can have this. a little bit. And then have, a little bit turns into half. I have to explain. No, it's never, it's never half. I have to explain the rationale. Now, I'm not that hungry. So, Harvard has got this fresh plate of food, and obviously, it looks really appealing. Now, I don't want the whole thing, I just want a little bite. And that's my biggest irk in life. Why? I hate it when someone comes. When I've asked it's, you, it's like, just... imagine you're hungry. You know who does? My husband does this to me as well. He's like, let me just have a bite. Let me just bite. A, bu- and I'm a like, bite would no. satisfy me. Go make yourself a plate. But this is the thing we don't want the whole plate. Do you eat only a bite, though, Callie Bally? I do. Do I go in and ask for second and thirds and basically finish your food? No. no, you look at me and you're like, if you're not, if you're not going to finish that, give me the rest. That's what you say. So don't even try it. And then you're, a, and then in your mind you're like, I can't be a fat bitch, so I've got to give her the rest. Guys, let me make you laugh. Harder once said to me, Carlton, I'm ordering KFC. Do you want some? I was like, No, I'm fine. I'm okay. She orders KFC for herself and the kids and doesn't get me KFC, which obviously I'm not fussed about because I've said no. Now, when the KFC's arrived, I've not noticed that Harder's ordered the fattest, juiciest burger I've ever seen in my life. So I've gone to her, give me a little little bite. But then she looks at me like I've asked her to, like, get naked. Like, it's so weird. Because I'm I'm raging. I'm mad. Why? Because I asked you, do you want food? No, but it's not one bite. It's the principle. What's the principle? The principle is, I've asked you, do you want food? And you've said no. But one bite. You have one expl- bite. It's not one bite though. One bite on. would literally satisfy the black, the black hole, hole that you have. Would be like, oh, go on, give me another bite. Just no, no, I never just ask a little for more bite. than one bite. I never. Ask. Oh, I know. And then I do it to Hibak as well. I always do it. She always gets Red Bull, and I'm like, give me a <laughs> give little sip. <laughs> I just hate people like you. Hibak, you know what she does now? She doesn't even like. She doesn't even like look at me twice, and she doesn't even. Like, I know people there, just do it. Now. They're just like, oh, oh I'm over oh. it. Yeah, like, <laughs> what can I do? Right, let's quickly go, guys. People said chewing out loud doesn't really bother me. Stinginess makes me sick, Heath. especially in men. I do not That's like true. stinginess. Oh, do not like it. Someone said people who like humbly brag to everyone. Oh, pet peeve. I don't know. I mean, what's a humble You know, brag? I'm actually really quite stupid. So, like, it would take me a while to, like, clock that someone's bragging Humbly about themselves. Bragging, yeah. yeah. But sometimes you've got to just, you know... You've got to be in, in your main confidence. character. Yeah. yeah. What can you do? Do you know what? We live in an era where... Everyone talks about themselves. Exactly. In very... In various forms. Someone goes, can't stand it when people drive slower than the speed limit. Drives me mad. Road rage. I mean, what can you do mm. in an age of 20 miles per hour? Honestly, London, like, you are restricted to 20 miles per hour. And when you see those little cameras, guys, the 20 mile hour camera gives me heart attacks. Oh, it's really sad. It's actually really sad. And they're so sensitive. <laughs> you know, back in the day, there was cameras that you that just flash, and you never really got a ticket. You never ever got a ticket. But now you get all. tickets everywhere. It's like they put fresh film in every single camera during <laughs> COVID nineteen. When the streets were empty, they, they were thought, putting just fresh flood film. these up. 
literally the worst camera of all is when you go through a no through road oh i didn't i don't know the road on your your house yeah gotta be, got be careful they would only even tell you you got a ticket until you get home you get a ticket three weeks later anyway oh can we talk about love island right so what's happened did you watch last night I did watch last night. I felt a bit bad for Leah. I think she was right to be upset. I think she was right as well. Sammy's a bit gross. I don't like Sammy, you know. Sammy thinks he's on the same level as Tyreek and, and Zach. Zach. But you're not. you're not on that level. But can I just, I just want to address one thing. One person, I'm going to look directly at the camera. Medi, let's stop my darling. Medi looks at Whitney like she's disgusting. Yeah, I don't think he likes her. It's so horrible, like the way he talks to her. It's like, you can tell inside he's raging. He's like, raging. I like, why have woman. I coupled up? Why, is the, why have the producers made me couple up with this woman? It's just so sad. And then in Whitney, she's just so fun, go lucky. She just just laughs at everything. Also, I I just want one beautiful six foot five chocolate man to walk in for Whitney. (sighs) Beautiful. Right? Honestly, and just shit on and shit on. Also, the way he feels like she owes her, like she owes him something. Like, relax. It's giving slave master. I swear to God, <laughs> it's giving. Let me punish you. Right? I just don't like girl. it. I don't like the dynamic between them. It and it's like the sassy way that he talks as well. I'm just yeah, like, come fuck down. Shut up, it's not man. that deep. Whitney's the girl. Yeah. Anyway, Molly and Zach on board. All they do is talk about the same thing. Mm. All they talk about is, oh, I can't wait to be with you. But you're together. Talk about other things. I just really don't like Sammy. Yeah, Sammy and his gives. Mouth. <laughs> I don't like his mouth. And the way he was like, I'm not apologising. But why not? But why? Just, you, you Just did own wrong. your shit. Literally. But I hope Jess literally throws him away. I know. If Jess needs to throw him away, Leah needs to stop crying about this boy. Like, he's just trash. I do feel sorry for Leah, though, because, like, I feel like they all practised on her. Yeah. And made her the test. She was just the little trial. Yeah. And then Jess and all these lot were the main course. But my favourite toxic couple, Ella and Tyreek. <laughs> I really like Tyreek. Tyreek <laughs> has grown on me so much. Tyreek is not only an honest man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He tells you first before he's going to do things. He's also so childish. He's just, he's very, I love it. yeah. No, but the way he talks, obviously, really immature. But he, I think he's very, like, emotionally aware. Like, I really like when he was like to Leah, basically, oh no, I don't want a time limit. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take my own time and figure out. But then yeah. I didn't like that he gave. Ella a time limit. He's yeah. got 40 hours, but then also I was a bit like, ooh. But I like that he was triggered by it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like when he put his glasses down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was, yeah. Having, a, he was having a little tantrum. I was like, mm, okay. Yeah, he's got these little, twink, he's got this little twinkle in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me like Nelly vibes. Yeah. Like 2007, no matter what. I don't know, I really like he's got He's got a game, I like it. Yeah, I like, I like him and Ella together. I think me they're going to go And far. also Ella, like... Ella is a pos- what was I gonna say a personification of like all women when they're like triggered by a man. Yeah, yeah. Like even the way she goes, <laughs> <laughs> like what are you doing? It's all the things we do internally. I know. <laughs> like why are you so angry at me? It's just the faces she makes. She's like, I just but love when it. you were out there flirting with every girl, do you know what I mean? Like you're just disrespecting <laughs> me. I just love. Ella, don't take that as disrespect. We love you. We love, we love you. you. You're a great television, Ella. Uh, her Whitney. Jess, great telly. Yeah. Also, all the girls have their head on this year. Yeah. Last year, they were just, they weren't moving forward. No. And also, I feel like there's loads of dumpings and recouplings, like, quite early on. No, the producers are producing. Yeah, they're they really doing are. what they were. Like, daytime recoupling. I've never seen that before. Like, yesterday, I was in shocked. UK Love Island. I was, I was like, shocked when that text came in. I was like, whoa, what's going on? And then, like, now I'm thinking this week, they're going to do something else. Because Maya mm. said she's going into the villa. Yeah, no, those producers, they saw the ratings in the beginning. They said, nah, we're not got this. Yeah, exactly. But we, this... need to, we need to sprinkle, sprinkle in here. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Sprinkle, sprinkle. <laughs> anyway, that is our Love Island. Right, guys, so right, we're going to get in. Can I read first? Yeah, because I'm tired. Not every day, me. The revenge I have taken. Is this toxic? Hella is it toxic. crazy? That's what I want, Harvard. You know me. You missed your, you missed the done. toxicity. Right, I'm done with love stories. Me too. Oh. Although someone else just sent in another love story. Stop sending your love story. We don't care no more. We want toxicity. <laughs> we want chaos. We want chaos. We want carnage. <clears throat> okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. 
This scenario is called The Revenge I Had Taken. Okay. You know what's so mad? I haven't read Nuclear Revenge subreddit in ages. This isn't it. Is this... Someone sent this to us. And it's from Scorned Woman. Literally. Oh my God, what? I'm scared. (gasps) Oh Oh. my God, this is like a horror movie. A little bit. Carry on. I should begin by noting that my spouse and I met in medical school over 12 years ago when I was 21 and he was 23. Cute, cute. We clicked with each other right away and had terrific chemistry. Then a year later we got married and everything was wonderful aside from our demanding work schedules. I genuinely love my husband and the wonderful experiences and memories we have shared, but having a kid was the one thing that my spouse genuinely desired for me. Okay. When I was ready, he wanted to establish a family with me. However, the truth is, is that my job is the only thing that prevents me from becoming a parent. I put in a lot of hours at work, therefore I don't want anyone else watching over, taking care of, or otherwise developing a deeper, potentially stronger bond than I, their mother. Mm. Fez, Fez. Okay. I also come from a culture where the woman is frequently caught in a baby trap. Therefore, before getting married, I was confident that I would not only be financially secure, but also have a solid foundational home to raise my children in. With the money I've accumulated, I plan to take a few years off from work and devote myself fully to my children. Therefore, I will always have the upper hand if a man tries to force me from my own house or up and leaves me. The girls got plans. I love this. Okay. Now, for years, my husband had brought up having children and I had always responded that I would do it when I was financially prepared. Because my worst worry was being reliant on others and lacking the financial independence to do as I please, I decided to support myself while being a stay-at-home mum. Anyway, a few years ago, I finally felt ready to start a family, but nothing in my life ever seems to go as planned. I was awake one night one strange night and found it nearly difficult to fall asleep. Oh my God. I assumed my intuition was telling me something wasn't right. I overheard my husband who arrived home from work early that morning talking on the phone at this point. Since my husband is the worst whisperer, I'm assuming he was trying to be quiet, but luckily heard because the house was so quiet and I could hear myself breathing. Oh my God. He then ended the call by saying the words, I'll call you later, babe. What? Scandalous? I can't believe it. That yep. man. Then she said, yep, you heard correctly. <laughs> I wanted to almost instantly rip the phone from his hand and see who he was having a conversation with. But I knew acting so rashly would get me nowhere. So I had to play the long game and know where all the pieces fell. When he came into the bedroom, I acted like I was still asleep. And sometime between acting, I had fallen asleep. I awoke earlier than him that day, brought his phone into the bathroom with me, shut the door, and then had a field day on it. Oh, a woman with a mission. Go. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Sprinkle, sprinkle. I would just like to note that I never check his phone, but I do know almost all his passwords. But I had a burning need to see what was on it. Oh, my God. You know what it is? When you get the thought in your head, when you get... The, when the curiosity kicks in, you, you just start go. acting irrationally. Go, go, go. You're on go, go, go. Mission mode. impossible. Yeah. Carry on. I was in tears from what I discovered. <gasps> he wasn't just cheating on me. He was looking for a second wife. Oh, God. He downloaded multiple Muslim dating apps telling women he was married and was out to find a second. He was telling these women that I was happily on his side and was encouraging him to widen our family because I was struggling to have children. What the hell? She's not struggling. She's not struggling. She's just planning. Okay. (laughs) He's triggered me. Carry on. Now, I should note that some Muslims believe that I have no obligation to restrict my husband of his right. But I had stated before getting married that I would never tolerate it. Mm -hmm. I'm a very greedy girl when it comes to love. And I wouldn't want my husband to share his love with anyone besides me. Mm -hmm. But I guess he had other plans. Oh, God. Dirtbag. Mm-hmm. But what surprised me the most was truly how sneaky he thought he was. The last phone call he had was with someone named Bro. Oh my God, who's Bro? Is that the girl? It's the girl. Oh my God. Now I knew that that had to be a code name because my husband was very much straight and he wouldn't be calling his Bro Babe. I had to look between their messages and it seemed like he was deleting them, but there was enough for me to know it was a girl. If it's a family member, I'm going to start screaming. Is it a cousin? I saved the number into my phone and lo and behold, it was already in my call log. <gasps> oh my God. 
No, this is crazy. But she knows her. It's in her cool log. Oh. It's someone who she speaks to. Oh my God. This is betrayal. It was a friend of a friend. It stung because this friend was someone I was close to once upon a time. She was a woman who I invited to my wedding. These trifling, trifling Oh my men. God. Mm-mm. I returned his phone, then I rushed out of the house. I needed a moment to pause and reflect on the best course of action. I was too embarrassed to tell any one of my close friends what I had just learned. I felt so ashamed not only of my husband, but of myself for trusting a man that devious with my life. I knew I had to swallow my pride and contact one of my friends that was a lawyer to direct me to someone who she trusted would handle my situation with grace and dignity. All I can say is that I'm truly grateful for the amazing connections that I have and for such an amazing job that awarded me with a comfortable life to be able to afford Julie's great work. I'm guessing is the lawyer. Because trust me, my lawyer works wonders, mm-hmm. but she doesn't come cheap. Mm-hmm. Get Everyone get you a lawyer. Get you a at this friend. point. At this point, if he's trifling with the friend, how rude. Okay, yeah. just finish and then we'll talk. Now, I should mention that I married my husband with a prenup. God, she's why is she so she's smart? So this smart. lady, she's so clued on. Do you think any of us even know what a prenup, prenup is? <laughs> no, I've got cultural material deprivation from when I was young. I don't know a lot of things. No, carry do you know what I mean? I English, English is not my first language. This is, my, this is my second culture. Carry on. But it's okay. Well, I've got a lawyer in the family. I know. I know. Me too. Me too. I've got your sister. <laughs> Now, I should mention that I married my husband with a prenup because we both make decent money and wanted to be sure that in the event of a divorce, we wouldn't go after each other's assets. Another fact is that I have a strong infidelity clause in the aforementioned prenup. Oh, I love God. this. This woman is so smart. She thought about everything before Literally. she married this trifling. I just love the word trifling. That condition was put into place by me because it accepted in the state where we currently It was accepted in the state where we currently reside. My spouse wasn't initially prone to it, but I told him that if he wasn't, I wouldn't marry him and that I doubt his faithfulness. Okay, so... Oh, my God. I'm loving that. So, oh, God, okay. So that means he loses everything or loses what was whatever the clause is basically. so it depends what what yeah it depends what's in but it must be enough. a big clause it must be a, it must be a big consequence if he does so that so she's got a strong infidelity clause yeah so, the, so he must yeah he must be losing a lot yeah or he must be paying a lot carry on i think in my husband's mind securing a second wife wasn't cheating but i was the only wife that our state recognizes that islamic marriages don't hold up in court now, I would like to remind everyone that I'm not money hungry, but I was a woman scorned and I was coming out for blood. And I knew what, <laughs> and I knew what hurt a man most was the money coming out of his pockets. But it didn't end there. <gasps> There's more? <laughs> I wanted this man to always remember the crimes that he had committed against me and who was responsible. I wanted everything. Oh my God. I also knew that we were married for a lengthy amount of time and that alimony would be up on the table and I was thirsting for a bloodbath. But before all that fun, the one thing I needed to do in my plans to divorce him was collect evidence. So I played the doting wife for about six months and acted like I had no idea what he was doing behind my back. When he went out with bro, I started hiring a private detective to track him. (laughs) The photographs I received... I can't... Oh my God, okay, wait, wait. The photographs I received back nearly caused me to lose it and blow a fuse. He was taking her to all our spots, the places that we would only fond over that made me realise that he had no shame. He can't even think of new places to go. How lazy. He's disgusting, but I love this woman. I know, me I love too. Her. Now, those pictures were obvious, but the evidence had to be overbearing to stand in court and win i needed much more evidence against him to have a footing in court so i needed all the text messages on his phone and the pictures that he had taken with these women but it's illegal for me to obtain them if he never permitted me okay so how's she gonna get them i don't know they would be under duress and it would just mean nothing but I needed to do something and I was a woman willing to get revenge at any cost. So she's realised that if he doesn't give her permission to have it, it's inadmissible in court. So she basically can't screenshot. She can't give screenshots. She can't send, so give them text get messages, audio, stuff like that. 
it's all inadmissible. Oh my god! So what's let's she gonna see. Do? Let's see what she. Let's see. It's like a movie. I love this. So I went into his computer, and luckily, all our devices are Apple. <gasps> so you know what that means. Everything is on the computer, it's even all... his photo album. It's all connected. Oh, it's on the cloud. Oh. God bless the cloud. I mean. I was almost taken aback when I went into the iMessage icon on his computer and those previous deleted messages were still very much there. I also noticed they were talking for two years. Oh my God. I sent myself everything via email because I had time that day. More importantly, I constructed an email that gave the impression that he was giving everything voluntarily and by means of his admission. I made sure that his email would provide me with adequate proof to get what I needed and even more. The fact that this email was sent allowed me a way out. Okay. When he returned, I packed all of his clothes, forced him to leave and informed him of what I was aware of and that he should anticipate receiving divorce papers very soon. He begged me to take him back and was very apologetic. I did nothing but stand there and watch him humiliate himself in my presence. Sadly, I didn't feel anything other than disgust towards him. Nevertheless, we had a grueling divorce and it was long, but the pay after was worth it. Mm. I had won a considerable amount of money and he was going to pay for all of it. I was also awarded our home. Girl. And he was officially financially tied to me for the foreseeable future, as in he's going to keep paying her out. (gasps) All I can say, ladies, is make sure you play chess, not checkers. Wow, what a story. I don't even have any advice to give her. She's very smart lady. Yeah, very smart. While a lot of us would have reacted there and then, like, why are you yeah. cheating on me? Ah! She shut her she... mouth for six months and she devised the most interesting... Calculated plan. Calculated ever. plan. Yeah. I just love it. I don't, I love it too. But this is what it means to basically don't react with your emotions. Mm. You've got to be logical. strategic, logical, have that divisive plan, boom, boom, boom. But not a lot of us can do that. I mean, I can do it. I'd be very triggered. The, the most I could probably hold my mouth. It's for like a couple of hours. I'm not, I could try a week. Really? I could try a week to wow. try and come up with a plan to get rid of the situation. But also, if that's if that situation, imagine, imagine you know what I find so wild is she was able to keep it together for six months. I she's struck, got will. Like I would be in my head, and then I would crack in like a day. When my period's coming, it's, that game, would, over. it's a game over. I'd six be groveling, months. crying on the floor. Screaming. Now that is what I call willpower. Literally, that woman. If you've given her a goal, she'll finish it. No, I'm sorry. Props to her. I'll take my hat off. I'll take my hijab off to her. <laughs> Literally. I just don't even know what to say. How can I learn from this woman? Right? I just need to learn. She needs to give us a masterclass. How she suppressed this. Because that is like, like, she can take, that like is my, my downfall. Like whenever he would like do anything snipey, I'd just remember that and I'd get really triggered. Like how dare you even or speak I would, to me that or way? I would, I would react in other ways. Like I would just... Like, just be a uh, B-I-T-C-H towards him, but, like, not in a very overt like kind of way. Yeah, way, like, a very passive... Exactly. Honestly. Or just make these comments that are just, like... You know what I mean? I, I just, just give I him side-eye. 24-7 side-eye. Nah, he would know someone with, with me. Something they with would me. know. Within an hour, he would know. <laughs> well, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's <laughs> up with you? Let's talk. Let's well, talk. Well, basically. <laughs> oh, I found your... Fa- and the, the thing is, sorry. The thing is, you can't say... I found your phone and I saw this because he'll he'll like he'll quickly make something up, and You've also he be... will just probably gaslight you for looking at his phone or some shit. I don't think I'd ever looked at his phone, but like no, let's not lie. I have, but the <laughs> point is, I don't know. I just there's people that say never look at your partner's phone, but we all do it. It's Can got you to just be stop done. lying. It's like honestly, done. it's got to be done. But the other thing is, but only when you suspect something is off. Yeah, well, like I don't think it should be like something that you're often doing no I don't think you should often do it yeah. but also if your partner's being funny so yeah, like, we both if have each other's passwords yeah if he's acting a little bit off like if you know something's yeah and you usually do yeah. he's suddenly not acting the way he usually acts suddenly I can't touch your phone I'm like yeah, what's what, going what? on suddenly your phone has a password that I don't know, know about yeah, what's, going, what's on? going on like a good example for me is like my partner's phone has got a better camera. So I'm always like, can I just use your phone for yeah, the camera? Yeah. If they're comfortable to give it, you know nothing's gonna come yeah. up. But if he's coming out and saying, oh no, babe, like, that's my phone, just use yours. 
You Excuse are. me, what? You've changed your chin. What's going on? When before, he was more than happy to give you the... Do you know what I mean? So you know, you know, but I also think you have to trust your partner. You can't be going through that Yeah, like, it's not, do you know what it is? It's just it's weird. It's going like, to drive you crazy. Yeah, it's not nice. Like, And also, I feel like living, sometimes living blissfully ignorant is good for your own peace of mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> it will come a lot as Allah always. Allah will show you. You don't have to rely, you don't have to go like searching for information because you suspect something. I just think it's gonna it's, it's gonna, gonna come, come out. out one way or another. It, it always might not come out there and then, but if you go searching for it, you're just gonna disrupt your like, whole. Like, this woman, mental. it came out. Mm. No one even she didn't know. She was just sitting comfortable in her bed, and he he walked in and he revealed himself. And said, "Babe, on the phone." And I genuinely believe men. I don't think they can keep secrets. They're just dumb. They're just I'm bloody so dumb. No offense, men. No offense, but you're not good at keeping secrets. Not for a long time. And I don't women think. have this thing, and it's called a seventh sense, where they know something is up. Genuinely, like there's no way you can like run away from that. There's no way you can hide from that. No, they be knowing. You, you, you. It will come out. Mm. So. I don't know. I don't think I can say much more for this one, except, darling, you need to send us your email so you can give us all a masterclass. Send me Julie's number, Julie mm. the lawyer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd exactly. like to connect with her. Exactly, <laughs> so we can set up yeah. and do what we need to do. I, I want this lady as a guest on the podcast if she's willing to reveal herself. She's in America. Damn. Mm. But you know, this, zoom, zoom, zoom. This, ladies, this is an example oh of just having your shit together. Literally. Before you do anything drastic. You know, there's so many stories of women, and I saw this one story on TikTok recently. It was mm. an older Somali lady, and she basically had this husband that was essentially living in America with her, but he would, like, go back to Somalia often. So I think a lot of our... I think we, we know what he's doing. We know what he's doing. We know what he's up to. Anyway, so they were saving together. Oh, no. And he took their savings. I saw this. Yeah, and he took all the savings with him. He took the savings. To Somalia, said, I'm going to invest it, build us a property, start a business, because that's what they all start saying what at the age of 50. What did he end up doing with the money? Go on. He married another woman, financed that woman's lifestyle with the savings that they've done. And this is savings that they've saved together for like 20 years. That is actually just And he left her. And that's what happened. And the point is, she's got nothing to stand on because she had no, she, they weren't legally married. It wasn't like a joint savings account. It was just a savings account they shared. Mm. So, so he could either take it out or she could. Yeah, and no one would know otherwise. Like no one could say anything. The money was just taken out. Anyway, th she was just put into a very dark space. Mm. And to me, it just said, if you're going to be saving with your partner, it needs to be in a legal route. Like you need to both have your names on the account so you know who's taken the money. Sad that you've even got to consider that. This is your husband. No, but you have to. Guys, you well, can't be dumb. sad, isn't it? It's not even being dumb. It's like Bloody hell. Someone that you choose to spend the rest of your life with you, build with you, protect you, all of that, and you've got to take a legal route in order to save money with them for your both of your futures. Like, that just really pisses me off. But also, you never know what can happen. People yeah. change. And it's also, it's also like, in divorces, people are so cruel to each other. That's so sad, isn't it? People can just change. Husbands can change. Like, even wives can change. Yeah. Let's not always blame the wives, man. Wives can change, husbands. People change. People change. So it's like... They switch sides. You never know. And it's like, what's the biggest betrayal of all is like, that one person that was like the closest to you on earth has now become your biggest your op. Your biggest op. Oh like, my God. <laughs> Reminds me of T.R. Wayne and Lani. <laughs> that she, Literally. The way she always refers to him as my, that's my op. <laughs> Lani's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but yeah, essentially. Although he wouldn't consider it that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I would say this, hands up to this woman. Like, if you're going to legally get married in this country, you've yeah. got to do it the right way. You've got to do it the right way, yeah. Indeed. Rightio, next scenario it is then. Guys, this is our second scenario for tonight, so let's begin. This is from one of our listeners, and the title is My Sad Marriage Story. Oh, no. I'm sorry, sis. I'm sorry. 
Hi, Carla and Colton. Hello, darling. I hope. Oh, she said your full name. I know. Full name. I appreciate How do you feel? That. It's like I Ali. appreciate it. <laughs> I hope you guys are doing well. I love your videos and I thought I'd share my story with you. I got introduced to my husband in 2018 by family and I decided to give it a chance to meet him, even though I wasn't looking for marriage. We ended up clicking so well, had an amazing conversation, and he was everything I wanted. Also, very handsome. We were inseparable since I had never felt so much at peace and ease with someone like him. So we decided to get married the following year. Oh, I know. Very nice. Everything went so well. We went on our dream travels and came back. The first few months was okay. Just an adjustment and COVID had hit. From this point, it all started to go downhill and nothing was ever okay until that day. He was always searching his exes on socials and he doesn't even use socials like that. He started making negative comments on my body and how he hates skinny, light-skinned women and he always wanted a curvy, dark-skinned girl and I've always been such a confident girl but he constantly kept saying that and it shattered my self-confidence. Also, if that is your preference, why did why you, you date a, a light-skinned, yeah, skinny, skinny girl, girl if you're into curvy girls? Anyway, continue, continue. Strange. His soft kind demeanor started fading never showed emotions never said i love you and then i discovered some dirty explicit texts from his phone and i had a panic attack from the shock i confronted him and he said it was those scam messages that i could clearly tell it was a conversation and he flipped it on me and said that he'll never see me the same I lost my trust and I was always on edge checking his phone. And then I started seeing a pattern. He was always on escort websites <laughs> and sending messages if they were available. <laughs> no, this guy is just crazy. Also, isn't this so strange? That is similar to the scenario. That is everything that we talked about earlier. Yeah, but okay, go on. Anyway, at this point... He used to stonewall me so much that I was scared to bring anything up. Then one day I saw a full-on conversation with a prostitute who even sent photos and I broke down. I formed a panic and anxiety disorder I was too scared to bring up. For months later, when I had the courage to do so, he completely dismissed me and said it was not true and that was never him. The emotional spew stated that he would lecture me until 3am on how horrible I am at everything. But Can't he's be- the one... I know. He's one cheating on her. Literally. Can't be a good wife. How he's so unhappy. How I don't know how to even communicate. This went on for months. And then one day he started hitting me with slaps and shoving me like an animal out the house. Get the F out of my house. Shoving me in my pyjamas at night while it was raining because nothing was changing. And I was such a horrible wife and didn't do anything right. Oh my God, what an evil man. He did that a few more times. I have never felt so afraid and anxious. I couldn't wait to get out. I'm now in the process to get things in order. So please make dua for me. I don't remember the last time I was happy and laughed and was just in a state of peace. But I know that this was a test and may Allah never test me like that again or any other woman. I mean, I mean, this is very serious. What an evil, toxic man. Do you know what I just don't understand? I don't understand is, so he's married the girl They've gone on this holiday together where she's expressed that she had a good time. They've come back into the home, COVID's hit, suddenly you want to be an arsehole to your wife. Like, like I feel like in the beginning what he was doing was like a power play, like I'm the man. Like, do you know what I mean? You serve me sort of thing. So he's treating her like shit and he's trying to like basically, you know when you... Exert your power. Yeah, in this particular space. But she obviously wasn't falling for that shit. And also... Like, he's such an idiot. Like, how are you going to have this stuff on your phone for your wife to see? Like, as much as you try and gaslight her into believing that she's the problem, the proof is on your phone that you're the one that's cheating. Like, you're the one that's basically effed up. She's done nothing wrong. He's an animal. Like, she's actually done nothing wrong. Literally. Like, he's actually fucking crazy. Honestly, he's run away from things like this. I don't even, like, class him as a human being. He's actually crazy. He's a whole Shall I tell you something, yeah? Let me tell you what's scary about this situation. And this happens to a lot of people, yeah? Mm. Is the fact that he was hiding these evil things about himself to a point talking stage during the talking stage when they got married while they were on the honeymoon as soon as they got got into the house 
the cracks start. The you know what it is? The real person comes out. And this is what I say to married ladies, especially in the beginning, during the adjustment period. Just look at the actions. And you know, if you're not happy with it, like you got to just, you know what I mean? But you know what else is also triggering? And I feel like she, but she should have left way before it got to physical. Yeah. As but, soon as she saw emotional abuse, she should have bolted. But what, I'm tra- what I find shocking to me, yeah, it's like, if you, if he was that type, like, well, let's dive into his yeah, psyche because yeah. we already know he's a piece of shit, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah? But like, if you knew that's the type of person you are and you had these deep, like, heinous things that you were doing underneath, like you, you're clearly on escort pages. And you're clearly talking to prostitutes. Why do you think marriage is going to change you? That's what I don't understand. And also, why do you think no one would find that out? Exactly. Like, how do you, in your mind, think you, you can get away with that? You know what I don't like? It's like, you knew all these disgusting things about yourself. But then you chose to basically share your life with a completely innocent party, may I just say, that you just dump your shit on. How evil like, is that? Like, that's horrible, isn't it? And I, and then the, the point, and then what makes it even worse is the gaslighting. That you're, now you think this little girl, that she's some dumb little girl yeah. that won't talk back, won't see, see the exactly. disgusting, filthy things we'll that you're saying. The stuff that you're saying to her isn't going to fight back. No, and no. then just accept that you're just casually dealing with prostitutes and bring back some mad STDs. You know what's mad? I'll tell you the maddest thing is she's caught him out in his like disgusting behavior. It's like the it's like your bitch. You were caught red-handed. You've it's like it's your time to apologize. No, what does he do? He's like he's he's just twisted twisted it around. And also, why is the first Jabbing point of her. attack? Why is the first point of attack? You're not the type of person that I wanted. So why did you Marry. approach me? Why did we get married? <laughs> he's literally like what. The preference that he's saying is the complete opposite, opposite to her. Exactly. It makes no sense. And I'll tell you why it makes no sense. It's because he doesn't believe those things. He's saying them to hurt her. Like, it's not things that he even believes. Like, no. he's just saying whatever he needs to say to, to make this woman feel small. And to get out of that the confrontation that Yeah. In. That sick, is sick, very cowardice, very cowardly thing to do. Yeah. A lot of men, a lot of weak men do that. But in my mind, I'm thinking like she should have got out way earlier. Uh, yeah. The point of but, the SDD, but, you know, but, but we I, can't blame We you. can't blame her, shall I tell you it's why? Fault. You know what, it's good for the woman to like exercise patience in some sense, yeah? Like, okay, some people might have a tolerance for emotional abuse, you never know. And then when it gets to physical, they're like, right, I'm out. Do yeah. you get it? Or true, it could be true, vice true. versa. We don't know what people have tolerances for or they're able to bear in terms of like having patience. So props to her for dealing Regardless, with- Regardless, yeah, you've gotten out now. For dealing with what she dealt yeah. with and being able to leave. And what an evil little man, honestly. She should have called the police on him. She should have called the police. The moment he touched her. But yeah, anyway, I definitely do think next time call the police on that man, man. Yeah, as soon, I thought, as soon as he touched her, she should have called the police. Also, like, even his thoughts, he seems like a very dark, innate person. Like, it's, it's like low, it, it comes from, like, low self-esteem, low sense of self-worth. That's why he's behaving that way. This woman is basically, like, perfect for him, but he doesn't, he can't believe, he doesn't believe that he's deserving of her. Do you know what I mean? So instead of just, like, relishing in those negative feelings that he feels, like, all the emotional shit that he's dealing with, he's just... He's just jabbing at her. He's like, right, this is my target. I've got to bring this person down because I feel like shit. How mad is but that? But he feels like shit because of his own actions. You're choosing to do these. No, some people things. some people just have these terrible feelings about themselves, like in general. No, I get that, but I'm saying And that he hasn't worked through these feelings. So like when he's presented when he's in a conflict situation, like instead of being the normal, like, let's talk about this, let's find a solution, it's like no. I just think you're a stupid little bitch and I just hate the way you look. Like, literally, the most wildest stuff will come out of their mouths. It's the emotional abuse. The wildest shit will come out of their mouth. It doesn't, it's not a reflection of who you are. It's, it's how they feel inside. I don't know. I just don't see it, honestly. I don't, I just, for me, the only thing that I can see is the fact that You've chosen to do these things. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Like these take physical things and you've got to take responsibility No, for but it. I've absolutely, like, I'm not condoning. No, I'm not saying you are. I'm, I'm just condoning. trying to give you, I'm just trying yeah. to see it from a different perspective. Like, yeah. in but, my eye, the way I see it is, you've had these dirty secrets 
like vile, filthy secrets for a long time, mm. and you chose to get married yeah. and put her through this. No, I agree. I mean, like, I'm. I think I'm just talking. I'm just trying to. But you're understand. You're trying to understand it from his perspective. No, not even trying to understand it from his perspective. I. What I'm trying to kind of explain is why, for example, like you know, when she caught him with the when it, when she caught him with the escorts and all that not caught him with the escorts but for found the messages the yeah. evidence like why his instinct is to turn it around on her or also like why his instinct is to constantly yeah. berate her don't you think that's more gaslighting it's now? gaslighting yeah but it comes from it comes from a really dark place in his court to me it just seems like he's very narcissistic but I get you yeah he's a very dark person anyway I'm very happy that you've gotten out and may Allah condone your bravery and Honestly, I just feel like hats off to you, man. And may Allah give you a man that gives you the love that you may deserve. May Allah allow you Peace. to repair, to heal. Forget men for a moment. No one can She needs to heal. I can't, it's not like she just needs to take a step out. Like she needs to get her divorce and just take time to find herself. You know, like in the previous scenario, the woman, she did self-care, went mm, hiking. Mm. Fall in love with the things that like used to make you happy. happy. Again. Yeah, yeah, like things that make you feel like you. Do those things a bit more. Don't even focus on men. Honestly, it's a very traumatic situation to come out of. And I don't think going into another relationship is going to No, I'm not condoning a relationship. Solve, I'm yeah, just saying. It's going to solve like how she f- feels. You know the worst part is 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 like we obviously you don't know like the extent to which this man's actions have affected her. We don't know if she was living in in a house where she felt like she was the problem. As soon as you start thinking that you're the problem, that's when your mind like you start dissociating. You start thinking, oh my god, like like what could I like? You try and do things to appease mm. the situation, but nothing you do is enough. So she's gonna come out of that like feeling really vulnerable. And I feel like she just needs to, I don't know, even if, like speak to someone, go and see a therapist, like do things that you enjoy, just do things that make you happy. And I think is like the first point of action. Yeah. You know? And surround yourself with good people, good friends, good family members. Yeah. Yeah. It's intense. That scenario is really intense. Very intense. I don't really know what to say. It's quite scary. I'm not going to lie. Honestly. That's made me sad, but I just hope you get through this and please let us know when you're feeling much better. Yeah, please do. And you're doing good things. I'm just going to continue to pray for you, inshallah, so that you find, like, ease and happiness and just... Honestly, men piss me off so much. Especially those toxic ones. The narcissistic ones. And, like, the saddest thing is, like, there's not a, a time that you can, like, she can ever say, oh, I could see that coming. Do you know what I mean? It's just like his whole personality switched mm. last minute. It's like you can't even predict it. That's so sad, isn't it? That behavior was like normalized for her for a period of time. And it's like the worst thing is she probably thought like he'll probably go back to who he was before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like the person he was before. Like yeah. it's just a blip. Something's happened. But really and truly, that was him. Like that. That's who he truly is. And that sort of like what a scammer. That like? sort of that sort of like leaves scars on a person especially when they've left she has to literally heal yeah. she has to heal from feeling like she wasn't deserving of do you know what I mean like yeah. oh it's actually crazy or, or, or like heal from the fact that every time you you say something or you confront something or say something that you don't like like healing that the next from, person isn't going to make you feel like it's your fault it's exactly. your problem and she has to heal from like like feeling like she's treading on eggshells around All the someone. time or she can't assert how she feels. Yeah, and without talk about her emotions, without, without just being like, shut down by exactly. the individual that claims to love you. Oh my god, it's just a lot. Honestly, sis, we really hope you get therapy. Just one to one for one year. At least you have someone to like explore all those emotions with. That's consistent. Like, I, a part of me like wishes that she was able to like, like, use logic in that situation rather than go with her how she was feeling because sometimes like if you're if you're in that situation like that and you're able to think rationally it's like okay like I know I'm not the problem here something's wrong with this man like do you know what I mean but not everyone especially if it's your first marriage and you don't know yeah not everyone's able to do that and also like you you're I think humans especially like people in relationships are 
kind of conditioned to approach things from an emotional yeah. perspective because obviously you care and love the person. But like, I really hope that she didn't do too much of that because if she was logical and she walked away from that thinking, I, I literally like did nothing wrong and this guy just yeah. did this. It gives you like some a cushion yeah, to like fall some back peace on of, peace of mind. Because it's not you. It is, it, and I think she needs to. Un- she needs yeah. to realize, like, she's she wasn't the problem in this at all. No. The man had unresolved issues before he married sick, you. Sick, unresolved issues, and also, he's clearly not ready for marriage, mm. and he approached you at a time where he shouldn't have. Yeah. So I just don't think you should blame yourself at all. It was not your fault. You're no. right. It was definitely a test. Mm-hmm. And you've passed it, alhamdulillah, because you're out of it now. So yeah, it's but, just yeah. it's just very scary to know that people experience things like that. But I think the other thing that's really important we always talk about is is like sharing when you're going through difficulty with like a close friend. So at least they can just give you from a different perspective. I had a cab driver, my Uber driver, the other day was a Somali man. Yeah, and we were just talking, and he was just talking about how like. Basically, we were just having a conversation about men and women and the dichotomy, right? And he was like, to me, men are just like, they're just inherently so selfish. Like when a mum, for example, falls ill or something, it's always the woman that like rushes to her or mm, like is mm. inclined to want to stay and take care of her. Whereas men are just, you know, go about their business. But he was mm. just like, we like he was like, we as a society need to protect women because they're a lot more like in tune with their emotions and they're a lot more empathetic mm. of, you know, just things. It basically it was just basically saying that women need to be protected and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 sprinkle, yeah, sprinkle. Yeah, yeah, sprinkle, sprinkle. That's really nice. Like Colton said, I think you need to do a lot of healing. Mm. You need to hopefully move past the situation. I would say probably get yourself a therapist. At least you have, like, someone consistent to talk to. Mm. Chat to your friends yeah hold them down exactly just find things to do to take your mind off and also but also at the same time like find time to really feel your emotions as well and work through them because i think that's going to help you like like move on from this in the long run instead of just doing suppressing them or whatever it's just good to just feel your emotions have a cry have a whatever do what you need to do break some plates like you know what i mean and i think it will work out and just pray pray honestly pray that Allah finds a way out of this situation for you and that he gives you ease and we'll be praying for you too sis I mean honestly you went through something really bad but you know what you've got out you're safe now the strongest thing to do is leave yeah and you've done it so alhamdulillah you're safe emotionally physically indeed Uh all right guys well that is the end of the podcast for this week thank you guys so much for listening to us and make sure that you make dua for our lovely sisters who sent in these scenarios guys don't forget to like comment subscribe download share buy tickets for the live show Mm. what else am i missing and please do reviews for us because i love reading the reviews on apple Podcasts. they're just so fun and i love reading your comments on youtube i know i always say this but i just love it anyway you guys are the best we love you take care Bye. bye hey folks i'm mark maron from the wtf podcast and this episode is brought to you by kleenex ultra soft tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.